To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Heather Duplessis Allen. So journalist Megan Wood says she's having to pay 120 bucks a week if she wants her eight-year-old son to be able to read. She's gone to private tuition after trying for two years to work out why her son wasn't picking literacy up in school. Megan Wood is with us now. Hi, Megan. Hi, how's it going? Jeez, I get bet you get confused for the energy minister all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I Google myself and it goes a bit strange, yeah. (laughs) It's a bit unfortunate, eh? Anyway, listen, (laughs) so what do you reckon's going on here? Your your nearly nine-year-old can't read. Is the school system letting him down? He actually just turned nine last week. Uh, I, I do think it is, but I'm not sure it's the school system's fault as such. The, basically, I delved into this. I fell down a massive rabbit hole trying to understand what was going on as a parent and you know, as a journalist, I'm a researcher. So I started delving into everything that was going on and how it was being taught in schools, how reading is being taught. And I stumbled across basically the New Zealand approach is called you know, whole, a whole language literacy and the idea being that kids can use multiple cues to understand how to read. And when I broke it down, I was like, essentially, it was teaching kids how to guess based on context. Yeah. And for a child like mine, who basically wants to know why is that word snake? Why does that sound, that sound, that sound all go together? He wasn't getting those bits of information. But what, so, so what you're talking about is kids are learning because there are words starting with S and then there's a picture of a snake and he just guesses that word. Basically. Says snake. Yeah. Yes. And, the and idea so that's being that not makes, teaching him? No. I mean, it, it does work for some children, but there's, there's the, theologists out there that say that those kids would have learned anyway, that yeah. they're learning in spite of this tuition. And it was a, you know, it came around in the 70s and 80s in New Zealand based on, you know, research done by different people, including a Kiwi, and that this was a great way to teach kids to learn and it would mean that it wasn't as boring as phonics. The problem being it doesn't work for all kids, whereas phonics, which is the teaching, you know, the R sound and the B sound go together and here's why and here's how it all works. That does work. It works for all kids, including kids with dyslexia or kids like mine that just learn in a different way. So you sent your kid now, you sent your son to private tuition. It's costing $120 a week and he is learning phonics? He is. It was essentially, it felt like he'd gone back to, you know, kindergarten or, or, or preschool and he was learning these sounds. But I was watching these light bulbs go on in his head yeah. And it was like it was like he was a different kid. Suddenly he wanted to go to school. He wants to sit down and try to read. He's he's not getting in trouble anymore. And, you know, I'm lucky that we have $120 a week because it's changed my child's life. But if yeah. we didn't have that, I don't even want to think about what would happen. And that must be happening to so many other Kiwi kids. Do you know what I thought was really interesting in your article was you said that his behaviour changed. So w- w- was he getting frustrated and being a little bit naughty because of it? A little bit would be an understatement. Yeah. yeah he, we were getting constant calls from the school to pick him up because he would just walk out of class out of oh. frustration and he wouldn't even be able to tell anyone what was going on. He would, it would just pent up inside him, this feeling of failure mm. and that he wasn't good enough and he's being asked to sit down and do something he can't do and being taught it in a way that just is not making sense for him. And so he would walk off or he would act out and get in trouble and I'd get calls in the middle of the workday to come and pick him up and we'd end up in meetings with the school and... We went through all sorts of hoops until I finally was like, well, I think his reading is a big issue. What can you do to help? And the school were like, well, you can get private tuition. Okay, that's all gone now? Um, 
the behaviour problems. <laughs> yeah. We're gearing up to our first term in two years where we haven't had a call from the school. Hey, how so, about that? Okay, <laughs> we so we get through to next week. We're, we're going to be pretty happy. How good. That must mean such a change in the household. Um, Megan, what's your conclusion, having had a look into this, right? The, the, the Ministry of Education is looking at literacy c- curriculum right now. Do they need to reintroduce phonics as the only way that we do it? They do need to reintroduce phonics, and they are. I had some really good comments back from the MOE, which was really quite a breath of fresh air for me. And what they're doing is they are planning to educate a hand, you know, not a handful, like 5,400 teachers in essentially basic phonics. And those teachers will then be made available in schools for early entrant, like for new entrant children. And I'm guessing that's from around 2024. But it doesn't sound like it's going to be the new way of doing it across everyone. It sounds more like instead of the current kind of recovery reading program, if kids are showing a delay, they'll be referred to a phonics expert, which is oh my definite gosh. progress. But well, I think it's, it should, it's progress, know. but it, I mean, come on, you know, we know it works. Megan, thank you. Megan Wood, journalist and mother.